0: What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bist. Jamoke Davis here with Ryan Dizdier, Chris Gearing, and Zach Rosen. We're talking to Washington Wizards as they get set for another week. It's Monday, start of a new week for Wizards basketball. Coming up after we talk Wizards basketball, Zach Rosen and I sat down, took a little bit of time to spend with Bradley Beal, who is a newly minted All-Star, second year in a row, had his... Best month ever as an NBA player. It's probably one of the reasons that propelled him to be named on this All-Star team. And coming up later this week, we will also um, have the, M- the NBA All-Star Draft, which would be fun. We can talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Who would you draft first? Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. All right, let's start with the Washington Wizards, who, as we are recording this, they are going to be playing yeah. the Atlanta Hawks before they embark on a one-game road trip and then back-to-back games on Friday and Saturday this is kind of a crucial time. They're two and a half out of the eighth spot. They can't really stumble going into the all-star break.
1: Yeah, it's certainly important for the wizards now to really focus in on these really, if you look at the, before the break, the next six games, and obviously they've had their struggles against the Atlanta Hawks. They've had their struggles against the Cavaliers. Um, And Milwaukee being in there being a tough road trip, obviously we just saw them. We saw what they look like when they're close to full strength. Um, But, the, I think the Wizards really have to focus in on these, these games. They know that they can beat these teams. They have beaten them, even though they've had some slip-ups, but they've been on the road, both against the Hawks and the Cavs. Those, those were road slip-ups, and having them at home, I think, should be kind of a confidence booster. And when you look at this these next six games, you have Chicago, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit, all teams the Wizards match up pretty well against, especially Detroit. They always seem to play well against the Pistons, even when um Drummond and and Griffin are both still in there so I think when you look at the the way that the Hawks shoot the ball that's certainly dangerous the Wizards found that out you look at the Cavs the way that they they willingly shoot the ball they're not necessarily um always dangerous but they will they'll give themselves opportunities and you see that we've seen in Cleveland twice now that that be kind of the Achilles heel for the Wizards so it's a, it's a stretch that they have to lock in on, and it's something that right before the break they can kind of Yeah, absolutely.
2: Something. I think probably, I mean, if you're just looking at the way that the schedule breaks, this upcoming road trip um, like starting in Milwaukee and then, of course, home on Friday, but these next six games on the road and then later in March that West Coast road trip is probably going to decide whether the team makes the playoffs. So definitely, like Chris said, just picking up these wins against winnable opponents on the road those are must win games. and obviously, it has been a struggle all year, but start off on the right foot tonight against Atlanta and you know battle in, in Milwaukee and just you know, try to get these wins when you can get them. And I think that's certainly crucial and um, like Chris mentioned, there are games that you can get and you know with the way All-Star Break coming up, you need them to make the playoffs, especially two and a half games back got to get them
1: and it's hard to underrate too i think momentum going into the all-star break can really help coming Mm -hmm. out of it because you you know the team disperses for a week basically they come back and then they're gonna have to go on the road again right off the bat so just the way that the way that it looks in these next two months really and we don't need to talk about march but march is full of back-to-backs it's full of travel it's just a tough like logistically it's a tough month so we'll see how um, they can respond here in a pretty critical period before getting, I think they would also say, a, a pretty critical period of rest, too. I think the All-Star break is going to be really important for that.
0: And add to that critical period, Zach, oh, the all, the, the trade deadline yeah. is literally yeah. this week. I'd be curious your thoughts on how difficult that will be for the Wizards to decide Do we pull the trigger and make a trade or stand pat and let's see what happens with, as Chris and Ryan talked about uh, a really tough March.
3: Yeah. I think the, our owner's comments kind of speak for themselves. We don't need to really dive too much into the trade deadline, but you know, something can always happen. Um, But he has voiced that the three, the big three are not going anywhere. And then Mm -hmm. who knows what else is going to happen. But it, the interesting, I think, is that the trade deadline is a week earlier than it's been. It's not the night before the All Star weekend, um, so a lot of these executives have way, like they have less time to make deals. But it frees up All Star, so they can actually take vacation and rest. I mean, there's always the waiver, trades, and all that stuff, the buyouts. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. The All Star draft is Thursday which you know there's some players involved in all these trade discussions around the league that will be in part of this draft and the captains and all that so you know it's going to be the classic drama in the NBA that everybody lives for i mean the NBA dominated the super bowl headlines all week mm-hmm. and then of course the game was a dud and so the NBA which usually seems to win all these battles with the other leagues won again this week with you know Kyrie Irving's comments the Anthony Davis situation uh the Porzingis trade uh so it's interesting. I mean, it's hard not to get caught up in what's going on around the league, but I will say that this Wizards team is not – they don't have a lot of guys that get caught up in the headlines that read a lot of that kind of stuff. Like, they know about it, but they're not, like, diving deep. Um, this is a focus bunch for sure. Yeah. I will say. So, it'll, it'll be interesting. though. Thursday's going to be a wild day.
0: Are you uh, – do you have your guys – your fingers on the trigger for whatever may happen digital? What, oh, what I mean, plans?
3: we've we'll start preparing just in case, but um, we we I mean, like when the Ariza three-way trade didn't happen.
0: Yeah, what is that? What like walk us through that? What do you guys have to deal with digitally? Uh, to it's a,
3: I would say that's a rare time where we didn't know ahead of time because it was very low key, which is good, which shows like the execution was there until it fell apart. But you know whatever, uh, we usually get a heads up and can prepare graphics and you know write something up be prepared for when it gets announced typically it's going to get leaked before we can announce it and both well what we have had three trades this year I think two of the three have fallen on weekends so the league office couldn't make it official till Monday Mm -hmm. so that kind of you know uh, holds it in like the Dwight for example (laughs) the Dwight Howard Dwight Howard signing over the summer was held for a long time I think because he had to get a physical and yeah i mean a lot of times it kind of stinks and you can't allude to it you can't really do much with it but uh we just you know you just over prepare kind of like anything else like when we are playing a big game and you know we want to send out a fun win thing that often ryan compiles like we prepare for that like we don't just think of it usually on the spot although the 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 Sixers one was thought of like in the last yeah, five minutes of the, game. the game, yeah. yeah but a impressive. lot of times there's a lot of preparation because we don't there's not a lot of lead time typically. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the Wizards they played Milwaukee, didn't have the best of games, very tough game, and now you got to play them again on the road. Yeah, and they've we-
3: lost three games at home all year. Yeah. Whew. But I mean, it's not impossible. The Wizards have actually played really well in Milwaukee. The past couple seasons uh this is just a different team I mean we've seen the the Giannis list version and the with Giannis version night both teams day. are very I mean night and day but also like they're still competitive without him then you put him in there and it's like he scored 37 without even blinking yeah. like he didn't even have a statement dunk or anything he made all of his free throws which by the way absolutely insane that now the Celtics and Bucks have respectively made 25 and 24 all their free throws against the Wizards this season. Like yeah. that's just bad luck. I think uh, NBC's Chase Hughes wrote an article about how good that opponents are shooting free throws against the Wizards, which is just mm-hmm. bad luck.
4: I yeah.
1: Mean, yeah. It just, leaves it just, it piles on to again, like it leaves so, so much less of a margin for any error. It, it, and it just makes things that much harder when you're dealing with all those things. We also didn't see Eric Bledsoe with the Bucks this time around, just this past time in DC. So We'll see if he's ready to go on Wednesday. Obviously Mm -hmm. he's a he can he can be a game changing point guard from for a couple of reasons um, on both sides of the floor. So they're just a really hard team to to play. They're a tough team to beat. Obviously they're confident at home. They're on a they're on a crazy roll. I mean when you're when you have the best record in the NBA, the confidence level of that group right now is just it, it has to be through the roof and when you have the talent to match that confidence level like they do from top to bottom they're, they're a deep team it's just it just makes them really really hard to beat
3: they've won 20 out of the last 24 games ending a five-game road trip with brooklyn i believe tonight and then the wizards on wednesday will be their first game back from a road trip which is an old jeremy hyman you know, <laughs> That's true. Old man That's true that coming back from a long road trip is always difficult at home mm-hmm. usually start out sluggish but i mean this is just a whole different animal this team is them and the Warriors are playing at such a higher level than everybody else mm-hmm. right now that it's pretty crazy to watch. I know the Warriors struggled over the weekend a little bit, but um, this Bucks team is really good. I mean, for them, they just can't get—you can't get too high if you keep winning. And like they, as yeah. someone from there, they have not experienced this success since they went to the Eastern Conference Finals in the 0102 2 season when Ernie was actually the GM there, mm-hmm. Ray Allen, Glenn Robinson, Sam Cassell, Cassell. they legitimately it's, – it's pretty nuts. Like, I don't know what they're going to do, <laughs> <Yeah>. but uh, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of basketball uh, left to be played, but I think it's good that the Wizards are getting these couple games with them out of the way here.
0: Yeah. And similar to last season, this team always seems to play to the level their opponent. You can't sleep on Cleveland at home. You were down 25 to them in Cleveland and in Chicago on the road back-to-back. Back. Like yeah. This team can fall into a, a, a downward spiral if they look past those two games.
1: Yeah, I, I have to say that if you zoom out a little bit, this week is a huge, huge opportunity for the Wizards. I mean, yes, put the struggles aside against bad teams that we've seen over these last couple years. Um, but two games at home against teams that they know they should beat, and I think that that opportunity, hopefully, should focus them. Um, it's a chance to go 3-1 and one in a week. It's a lot of games. The mm-hmm. back-to-back is hard. Playing a back-to-back after traveling is always hard. But the Wizards have kind of thrived in those situations all year. Um, after a bad... I think we said on the last spot, but after, the, after a bad loss at, against Golden State here, they went and beat a pretty good Magic team that gave them trouble earlier in the season. So, I don't think that they they're definitely up for the challenge of all these of all the scheduling issues and all that stuff that are on the way over these next two months but um yeah this is a this is a big time period to focus because milwaukee you've got toronto right before the break it's just there there are games that are going to be really hard and that makes the next yeah the next six games really important
0: All right, so the next six games are really important. And after that, it's an all-star break. You guys are all going down to Charlotte with Bradley Beal. If you were not going to Charlotte and you could take a vacation, where would you go?
3: Well, I am going to Florida. Yeah, Rosen is going on a little A little 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 mini one? To Tampa, but more of a family and get some sun. uh, Because we play in Charlotte after the break. So I'm flying from Charlotte to Tampa and then flying from Tampa back to Charlotte for our game. (laughs) It just happened to be that way. It's kind of funny uh i'd love to go like to the caribbean or something like that but yeah whatever. we have all off season get away stuff from like the that. snow that yeah. would be nice it would be somewhere to get away
1: from the snow oh it's yeah. gonna be terrible out the west next week and yeah. a half I know. <laughs> Dude, we were talking about <laughs> yeah. the snow
3: in
0: toronto detroit Milwaukee. it's literally Chicago. supposed to snow in every city we go to
1: the next <laughs> yeah. week and a half <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be chilly safe travel, say travel. I'd go somewhere in california probably try to yeah i don't know get get far away for a few days
2: ryan I'm staying. I'm not going to All-Star, so I'm just staying right here in uh, I'll be here Washington, D.C. It's going to be great. It will be. Yeah. it will be. I'm sure the weather will be fine, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so Decompress a little unlike bit. last year, we're going to actually get to see this NBA All-Star draft. Now, if yeah. you were drafting, let's go around the room. Do you want to do just that first pick? Who would you pick? Or go down the entire room. If you're list? LeBron
3: and Giannis, who yeah. would you pick? Okay. You want to do a whole draft? Is that too long? Probably too much time. Yeah, okay, the whole
0: draft. Is who would be your LeBron. first pick? We'll go LeBron first. If you're LeBron, who's your first pick? Who's
3: he gonna pick, or who, yeah. who would I who, pick? Yeah. Who,
0: oh, who would you pick? I think we should. Okay, do both. Let's at least we'll do that. Is well, that I feel like
3: around? last year they made a huge stink about making sure they took the starters first. Yeah. So if yeah, I, so I think LeBron is gonna take Kyrie first. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. And. You know, read into whatever you want with the free agency stuff. I just think it would. He, they know it's going to be cool. They know how to play together. Kyrie is arguably one of the best all-star players you can have because he's such a one-on-one threat on offense and nobody plays defense yeah. in the all-star game. I think LeBron's going to take Kyrie. And if they do allow the starters to, or allow them to not pick starters, I, the funny thing is, I think Giannis is going to pick Chris Middleton first. <laughs> <laughs> One because their GM made a big stink about him in the locker room. It was half a joke, but half serious. And that, but that's just who Giannis is. Like, yeah, he's going to want his own teammate on his team. Mm-hmm. So that that's who I what I think is going to happen. But uh, I think Paul George. I mean, Paul George has been. You would I, take
0: PG thirteen. He's been first? amazing. Wow. I wouldn't
3: take. I wouldn't take Kemba Kawhi. Maybe Embiid because he's such a unicorn, but there's a lot of bigs in this all-star, yeah. so he's not going to stand yeah. out as much. I think if I were if I were up first, either of them, I would probably take
1: a guard for for both of them. So if I was LeBron or Giannis, I would probably take some combination of – I like the Kyrie pick. I didn't think about that, but I I agree with not that. Not as obvious
3: as the other two picks. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I didn't think about that initially, but I, I mean I would pick probably Steffer or, or Hardy, yeah. a ball handler yeah. who can make shots on his own create his own shots obviously both of those guys are insanely good at that Mm -hmm. Kyrie is too but I think I think that would be my focus is getting one of those two or three you can add Kyrie in that conversation he's obviously he's obviously on that level so um yeah it'd be one of those three but guard guard heavy first and I'd probably I'd probably say that going forward too like if I you know maybe Paul George would sneak into that conversation a little earlier too because I agree he has been unbelievable he's also a big time shot maker on his own but yeah
2: yeah i agree i think um if lebron if he's picking first Kyrie for sure that would be fun to see but definitely guard heavy stoke some flames oh yeah but also i would i would take mb just because of the fun aspect the trash talking all leading up to the game would be pretty fun to see just some extra storylines yeah yeah
3: i think lebron might take kd also
2: yeah that's true yeah I was they thinking, have a
3: good relationship, so yeah. it wouldn't shock me. Yeah,
0: Kimba Walker, because he likes the. Yeah. Hey, he's from North Carolina. I'll pick the hometown guy, and he doesn't have Rich Paul for an agent. So <laughs> <laughs> Yo, not I yet, you. Not, not yet, yet. <laughs> not yet. He's going to be a free agent. Yo, I picked you.
2: What's what's
3: up? Uh, I'm surprised you didn't say Beal because that's usually your response. <laughs> uh, but to go off of that, who's going to be the last pick? Ooh, I think it's. Pretty obvious yeah. who it's going to be, in my opinion. Go ahead. I think D'Angelo Russell's the last yeah. guy.
2: Oh,
3: I, I was going to say Vucevic. I don't know. I think Vucevic will go yeah. earlier because I don't know. People are just going to forget that D'Angelo Russell's there. Uh Everyone in LA has a you know a bad taste in their mouth about D'Angelo, so like LeBron probably won't want to take him, and then Giannis probably just doesn't really. Giannis is a big, has more respect for Busevich, and he's a European than D'Angelo. That's true. That's a good point. And then, I don't know. But, yeah, Yeah. I think one of those guys will be last. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: The only other one that I would throw in is Kyle Lowry. But the thing about Kyle Lowry is that he has so much mutual respect from his fellow players, I think. He's probably the worst player. Yeah, absolutely. all of them, but he's a winning player. Yeah, Yeah, numbers-wise. And, like, I don't know. He's not super flashy. He's kind of just like a... I mean, he shoots the ball well, but he's kind of just like a bulldog. And, like, yeah. he's a really, really tough-nosed defender. He's a good point guard. But, I don't know, in an all-star game, it's kind of interesting. Most D'Angelo Russell's got some flash. Like, yeah. He can pass the ball, but I
3: agree that he might get lost in the shuffle. Most likely to take the game too seriously is Westbrook. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, we saw that last year. <laughs> I think he'll be the first reserve taken, actually.
0: Where do you take yeah. uh, D-Wade? In Dirk, oh, and like, Dirk, I forgot.
3: Him about him. maybe they'll they just just assign them at the end. Yeah. I mean, obviously LeBron's gonna try to get Dwyane. Yeah. yeah, and Giannis is European, so he'd yep. love to have Dirk. Oh, so, so then yeah, you know, so it's easy. Yeah. I honestly yeah. think, yeah. think yeah. this might be a European versus World format at the end of the day. When Whoa, you look at, that would be awesome. That would be so cool. I mean, cool. just look be, at, look at who yeah. you're, you're talking about. Like LeBron is boys with the Americans. He Team USA. And yeah, then Giannis yeah, yeah. just has this ultimate respect for the Euros, and there's plenty of them in yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So poor Rudy Gobert, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That was really sad. Um, I, are we going to have a pod before All-Star break, or is this, this is going to be it? No, probably. It's yeah. not for another week and a half. Yeah, we probably reacting
3: well. to the trade deadline, Friday yeah. maybe. Maybe yep.
0: Friday? Okay. I'll save my other question about All-Star break. We'll have
3: plenty of other, plenty more games to
1: talk about, too, before okay. we leave. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. I hope y'all have enjoyed the first half of this pod talking uh, Washington Wizards schedule, upcoming games, and then All-Star. But on the other side of the break, Zach Rosen and I sit down with the two-time All-Star of your Washington Wizards, Bradley Beal. Stay tuned. Hi right, Brad, thanks for joining us so off the bench. For off the bench, we first want to congratulate you for making the All Star Game. Thank you, thank you. you I appreciate it. You were gonna make it.
4: Yeah, I did. You I did. did. Yeah.
0: Would you have liked to have been a starter?
4: Yes, but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm All Star.
0: All Star. How all-star. many phone calls and texts did you get?
4: Too many. I actually got a lot from numbers I've never seen before, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Uh, it was fun. Um, my family's probably happier than everybody, but um, I embraced it and definitely happy, proud of my. Thank my teammates and coaches and the whole organization because I definitely wouldn't be here without them. That's for sure.
5: Uh, what did your mom have to say? We know that she's been pivotal in your basketball career.
4: Oh, she said congratulations. You know, she's real. She's real stern though. Like she's a. Uh, she's 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 a tough cookie. You know, she she doesn't really give out too many. Um, too many compliments and and congratulatory uh, offerings, you know, she's, she's real hard. She's still hard nosed.
0: What does it mean for you to make your second straight all-star
4: game? It means a lot, you know, it means consistency. It means the hard work pays off uh, in my opinion. Uh, I always say that whether I made it or not doesn't define me as a player. I always feel like my game speaks for itself. Uh, But, you know, to be able to have that attribute and that title behind your name is, it's always awesome. It's, it's amazing, you know, and to have it two times in a row, you know, it just, it's just more motivation to just keep it going and represent the city the right way.
5: Does your mindset switch now that you've, you're you not just like a one-time thing as an all-star? Now you're a perennial all-star. You're somebody who's going to be there hopefully for years to come as well. Does your mindset change at all or you just have to keep going?
4: My mindset changes a little bit. Um, I feel like this year I was more confident and knowing that I was an all-star and, and embracing you know, being an all-star, being a star in the league and being a star on the team. And, and uh, I think that's the difference between last year and this year and just building off of it as, as well. You know, my work isn't finished, you know, not being complacent, uh, continuing to put the work in and, and, and keep these things coming every year.
5: Like when you saw growing up guys make the all-star game year after year, and now that's you, like you're one of those guys. And you think about how highly you thought of those guys Is it just like a cool feeling? Like obviously we have no idea how that could possibly feel, but you working this hard to get here and watching it.
4: The feeling is honestly surreal. Um, I actually told my parents this over the weekend. Uh, It's like, it's crazy to see where I've came from growing up playing basketball from St. Louis up into, growing up in St. Louis playing middle school, high school and going on the floor and playing in college and being drafted. Like I've never, pictured it happening one so fast and then two, me being at the level that I was at, you know, that's, it's, it's incredible, you know, and I embrace it and I'm blessed, beyond blessed and, you know, just continue to work hard and continue to, continue to, continue to embrace it.
0: Are you looking forward to the draft
4: and... Are you leaning towards the team LeBron, team Giannis? I don't I don't really care about the draft, honestly. I think everybody else is making, is going to make a big deal out of it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not <laughs> going to pay attention to it. It is what it is. I don't care whose team I'm on. You know, I'm just happy to be there. I'm going to represent my city, represent the team, whatever team I'm on, and play hard and try to get a win.
5: Have you started looking at your plans? I know last year was a whirlwind, and you don't want to repeat that, but... Just anything special going into this weekend?
4: I haven't, I haven't looked at my schedule yet. I actually find out today and a little bit later tomorrow on my schedule uh, for the weekend. But I know it'll it'll probably be a little bit shorter than what it was last year. Uh, but I'm definitely going to show my face and make sure that I get some appearances in and enjoy the whole weekend. How
0: does it help you gain confidence for the second half of the season? Just being around the other players, picking their brains, alum too.
4: Uh It boosts your confidence tremendously. You know, it gives you the sense that you belong. You know, that, you know, these are the best players in the world, you know, all in one little room and uh, on one floor at that. You know, out of 450 guys, you know, it's only a handful of us that make it. And, you know, that's an honor in itself. You know, and I'm happy. I'm sure all the other guys are happy. Congrats to all the other guys. And, you know, this is just definitely something that, you know, once you get around the other guys, you see their preparation, you see how they get ready for games, you know, how they lead, um, you know, their approach, how, you know, how they take the game, and, you know, definitely, it gives you that sense that, you know, that you can lead your team and and continue to do the same thing for the second half of the year.
0: Thank you very much for joining us, Brad, on the podcast. Really appreciate it, and best of luck in
4: Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.